go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. Jeff Sintel, Before the Hedges, uh, DougNation.com. Brought to you by Kroger. Um, and this is funny. I'm on the road a lot this time of year. I'm actually coming back from Columbus. So in our in our kind of home hometown studio, the family dog, Peaches, hadn't seen me all day. And then she just jumps on me right when it's time to uh, start before the hedges. Uh, just got groomed. Got her watermelon. Uh, what is that, folks? Is that a uh, kerchief? Is that a bandana? Is that her do-rag? Is that her scarf? Um, that's Peaches. Peaches, say hello to everybody. Let everybody see. Anyway, that's Peaches. Peaches has no idea that, you know, thousands of people are watching her right now. For, so for all you guys that are playing Before the Hedges, uh, Dog Nation bingo right now, you got your free space and uh, you got your free space and you've got uh, the Peaches square figured out. Welcome to BeforeTheHedges.com. That's Peaches, the dog, the family dog. She's about four years old. Everybody wonders about, um, everybody's like, everybody's like, is that Peaches' is good side? Everybody wonders um, about like, you know, what kind of, um, what kind of uh, breed she is. She's actually a golden doodle, half uh, golden retriever, half uh, labradoodle. Uh, the family likes it because she's hyperallergenic and she does not shed on the couches. But, um, you know, that is before the hedges. You got the mascot uh, tonight uh, really early in our show. Uh, stoked to um, bring you guys another show tonight. Um, like I said, I've been on the road. I've been in Columbus. Uh, you guys, uh, <laughs> funny, not just rocks. Um, but um, my, my, I've been in Columbus. So three guesses who I've talked to today. I uh, talked to two people today on the road in Columbus. Those will be informative uh, interviews coming up on dognation.com. In the coming days, before we get started, um, like the headline suggests, we've got um, a lot of uh, stuff to get to today. I think the core, the core content of our show tonight is we had a great, great conversation last week with Gunnar Stockton, uh, 2022 Georgia anchor quarterback commit, uh, Gunnar Stockton. Uh, get to that in just a second. But before we get the show started, um, I want to ask you guys something. I want to ask you guys something. Uh, so I've been road tripping today. I've been all over. So like it's been raining around the metro Atlanta, kind of awful weather, um, dreary weather. So I want to know this. When you're in the car and you got your uh, you got the uh, uh, when you got the, the road tripping music, what's your go to song? What's your go to song? Do you have a do you have a go to song? Like what is the song that gets you rolling off, clicking off the miles? Um, we're all a big before the hedges family uh, by now. Um, let me know uh, what would be your go-to song. And also, before we get going, uh, so Gunnar Stockton would obviously be an answer to this question. Um, but I want you to think about the 2022 uh, commitment board. And I want you to, I'm going to give you two guys. Who do you think are the most important uh, 2022 commitments on the board right now? Um if you had to sit there, maybe maybe it's not a most popular, but who do you think are the two most important guys that are currently uh, committed to Georgia? I would love uh, to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, Kathy, 
Uh, CAG's got uh, Coldplay. Big fan of Coldplay. I like Coldplay a lot, too. Um, Josiah Hurt, Bones, and Biggie, Notorious Thug. I was actually listening to a lot of uh, a lot of Biggie um, coming up today. Sonia Prescott, happy anniversary, ma'am, 42. Gary, Mo- Gary Moy, hope I got that right. Aerosmith, Sweet Emotion. Um, Michael Porter, I, I like the outcasts that are coming in right now. I am an amazing outcast fan. Um, you, you see the rumors that are on the internet right now or on social media, like follow the outcast Twitter account. Is there any way that the year 2021 of our Lord can give us a, an outcast album? Don't, don't, don't tell me that. Tell me that's possible. And, um, you know, David Riddle, those are two very good ones, but I, those are more of the targets. I'm talking about the guys that are already committed in the class, those guys that are already committed in the class, um, who would, who you guys would think would be their um, uh, their anchor commits. You know, we got a lot of outcasts. I listen to Wheels of Steel, listen to AT Aliens. Uh, you know, I, I like the really, really old, old school uh, outcasts a lot too. Elevators is really great. Um, the... Uh, I see, I see all the music coming in. I love, I love seeing all the music coming in from, from folks. I love, I love seeing that our audience is a little bit cooler than uh, just Georgia football fans. Um, I see, uh, I see Jay Z. Everybody loves that. You know, uh, ninety nine problems, of course. But um, Jerry Popham, has got Linda Ronstadt backed by the Stone Ponies. Man, that's some good stuff. Some good music. Some good music. Christopher Moore has uh, his connections as uh, Jalen Walker and Gunner. Um, I, th- I would say my guest is here, and I please keep just rolling them in. D. Phillips, now that is a very good one. Pastor Troy actually had the chance to uh, meet Pastor Troy a couple times, and he just shows up in the end zone at big Georgia games. And I tell you what, when I know everything is back to normal is when I'm covering a game, I'm on the sidelines. Maybe it's maybe it's in Bank of America Stadium on September the fourth. But when I look up and uh, I see pa- I see Pastor Troy uh, in the end zone, maybe the end zone in, in Charlotte, that would be great. Uh, Tom Lavelle, great pick, DMX man. Did you guys ever? I'm, I promise, I promise, we're going to talk about college football and college football recruiting, Gunnar Stockton. But my man Tom drops a DMX. Did you guys ever hear? Um, I think it was something in the days of Napster or maybe Livewire or LimeWire or something like that. But there was a mashup where you had DMX and you had Ice Cube and they did a mashup of Eye of the Tiger. That, that to me is the ultimate, you know, even even today, even today, like people are saying, you're showing your age a little bit. It's not quite the Stone Ponies, but they did a mashup and they did Eye of the Tiger um, by Survivor. They mashed up that song, DMX and Ice Cube. And it was fan freaking tastic. Um, talk about a five star, five star banger, five star slapper. That was a great, 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 great song to listen to. But I've digressed. We've talked about music, we've talked about anchor commits. Speaking of an anchor commit, I think the definition of that would be uh, Gunnar Stockton. He committed to Georgia. See, he decommitted in mid January. I think he committed in. Um, Late January, January 28th, I believe he re- he committed to Georgia January 28th. Let me tell you something about Gunnar Stockton now. These will be – I'm going to preview some stuff that's going to be our website. I'm going to probably put up about two or three stories. Everybody says, man, Jeff, you write these big stories, and I like them kind of like, you know, the old days of Sports Illustrated. There was a big story in the back. But sometimes they like to see them broken up. So I'm going to break up Gunnar just a little bit. 
Um, you know, we'll have the recruiting stuff, who he's talking to. Uh, we'll have, um, you know, kind of how Gunner – folks, you might not know this, but Gunner is approaching um, – if he has a typical average Gunner Stockton season and not a, a senior year bump where you basically go 100%, 120% of your previous season, that's what your senior year should be about, your previous best season. And um, he's going to be challenging for all the state passing records. The Gunner Stock. Gunner Stockton, the name Gunner Stockton of Raven County will be challenging for all of Trevor's career passing records, some Deshaun Watson passing records. But low key, I think the one that he's really going to bust bust up is the all-time state total touchdowns record because I think Gunner's got something like 50, 60 rushing touchdowns uh, already. And, um, you know, put that together with the – I think he's going to end up with somewhere around 120 or so career passing touchdowns. You put all that together, and that is a prolific uh, career, a high school football career. But let me tell you what I thought about Gunner. Gunner, to me, and I must have talked to Gunner probably about, I don't know, 10 times, maybe 10 times so far through his career. When I went up and traveled to visit with Gunner Stockton uh, this time, it was the most composed, the most at ease, the most kind of kind of the most I am who I am. I'm comfortable in my own skin. Um, he was really strong, really strong interview, probably the strongest interview I've had with Gunner. Um, people say Gunner doesn't like to talk, man. I had a great conversation with, uh, George Bobo. That'll be part of my stories about Gunner. Um, that's the guy that's been training him since he was in like the six years of age. Gunner would be waking up at six, seven o'clock in the morning before school to go train with George Bobo, teach him how to throw a ball. Get this. Got so much stuff to tell you guys about Gunner, but get this. Gunner um, was six years old, and he was throwing the ball already like 30, 35 yards in the air. Um, did you guys read that Dog Nation story about Gunner where um, he was in eighth grade? And I'm not going to embarrass some really um, pronounced, very uh, very settled college quarterback starters right now, but um, Gunner was in the eighth grade, and he was at uh, North Carolina. That was when Larry Fedora was the head coach. And – they had like a long throw contest at North Carolina. Gunner threw it 68 yards in the air as an eighth grader. And the coaching staff at Raven County feels that he can throw it, you know, 70, 72 yards easy in a game situation this year. So that's a really, really, really strong arm. But, folks, having a strong arm is really overrated in football, especially college football. Um, and I think the thing that makes Gunner so special is his ability – um, and this is what the great ones do, y'all, is to see past the pocket. Like, don't focus on the rush and the periphery and everybody closing in on you to keep your eyes downfield. And that's what Gunner does really well. He moves around a lot. He escapes a lot. Um, he runs in between the tackles fairly well for a high school quarterback. I don't know how well he'll continue that at Georgia. Um, but Gunner, let me give you on the physical specs here. You guys are going to see him in a second. But um, the physical specs for Gunner, he's about 6'1". Let's be honest, he's about 6'1". Um, you know, everybody worries about that right now. But, like, folks, you know, Russell Wilson's probably 5'11". Um, Jake Fomm's probably 6'1", uh, maybe a little, little under 6'2", 6'1", something like that. Um, there are a lot of quarterbacks in college football now that are very successful around 6'1", 6'2". Um, but Gunner's in the best shape of his life that I've kind of ever seen him. He's down to about 215. He's doing a lot of yoga. 
all the Carson Beck folks that uh, really appreciate Carson Beck and his future at Georgia. Um, they'll appreciate that now Gunner is getting into yoga as well. Um, got a lot more um, core strength. Um, got a lot more. See, Peaches is hearing it right now, man. She said, make sure you tell these folks about the core strength and the yoga. Um, but um, he's bench pressing more than he ever has. He's pushing weight around a lot easier. He's squatting weight a lot of, lot, lot of, a lot easier. And one of the things that, um, one of the things that stood out to me is, okay, if you guys have seen, uh, who's seen the, the HBO series Band of Brothers? Um, there's a scene in, where it's filmed in Georgia, right around in Tacoa. But, um, wow, Kathy, 105-yard softball throw in the Girl Scout Olympics. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Kathy, how far can you throw it right now? Can you still throw it 80? Quite the athlete, Kathy. I know you got the track background as well. You're trying to win some. Um, you're, you're trying to win some. Uh, you're trying to win some uh, before the hedges medals here. But um, so, Band of Brothers. You guys have seen Band of Brothers, right? So there's a there's a thing where um, uh, the movie was filmed at Tacoa. It's called the Curahee Mountain. That's probably not the correct pronunciation, but I'm trying here. Uh, and uh, uh, triple diesel, no gunner has not been on. I'm sharing some gunner stories right now. And, um, and it's an interview with, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, we taped an interview with gunner Stockton last week, but, um, they have a, uh, a thing they do at Raven County all the time where they kind of run up and down this mountain, which is where the band of brothers guys were in training. Uh, that was a place there in world war two that they had a lot of airborne and a lot of, um, paratroopers and a lot of Rangers trained. And it's three miles up and three miles down up this mountain. And um, they do it in the in, in pitch black, like four or five o'clock in the morning. They run up and they did it in flashlights through the woods. And then they run down. Um, I'm glad Michael, Michael, good job, Michael. I didn't even coach you on this. This is what we had last week. But look at that elevation. Look at that right there. Three miles up, three miles down. And Gunner was in a group where they kind of piece some seniors and skill guys with um, – uh, lineman. And so everybody's got to run together. Everybody's got to make their time together. And Gunner's group went three miles up and three miles down. Look at that elevation right there. Uh, they did it in uh, 20, 23 minutes got all the way up. Obviously, you're not going to do six miles, uh, three minute miles piece up elevation, but they went up in about 23 and a half minutes. That's pretty stinking good for anybody that's um, covering ground in the dark up a mountain. Um, so Gunner's ready. Gunner's locked. Gunner's loaded. We'll talk a lot about things right now. We have about a five-minute conversation there with Gunner. Uh, we've got a, a lot of pictures that I took. Uh, you see you see that body. You see how he's kind of defined it out a little bit, chiseled it out a little bit. Um, and um, big arm, big howitzer arm. Uh, I think you guys are really going to get a kick out of this interview tonight here on Before the Hedges. That's Gunner Stockton, the anchor quarterback commitment of the 2022 class. Let's everybody take a listen to uh, another Dog Nation conversation with Gunnar Stockton. What's on your mind is you, uh, I guess we got to talk about the thing that has to happen. One more chance at a ring, one more chance at a state title. What would that mean to you? Heck yeah, it mean the world. Um, 
I mean, it's never been done at Raven, and uh, it's something I've been wanting to do since I was a little little kid, and uh, it meant the world to me. Do folks understand I mean, how much Raven County football means to you? You think they understand? Um, honestly, no. Uh, I mean, it's just our community's different. Um, I've been wanting to win a state championship since I was six, uh, since my dad started coaching and was a DC here. And uh, I mean, I've grown up watching every game on the sidelines and being a ball boy and uh, just wanting wanting to be in high school and wanting to, uh, wanting to win a state championship. A lot of people will want to know your thoughts on Georgia football. Um, your thoughts on the class so far and what's coming together. What do you really like about the guys that are already coming to play for Georgia? Oh, it's awesome. Um, I mean, they're good guys and they're, they're some freaks. Uh, they're, they are really good players and uh, they're fun to be around. And it's, it's pretty awesome how it's shaping up. Who are the guys that you gotta, you're going to want to you – know, would it just delight you to have join the class? Who are the guys that you're talking to and it would mean a lot to you if they decide to come play at Georgia? Yeah, last week uh, Griffin Scroggs and uh, Dylan Bell just committed, but uh, and they're two really good guys. But um, Oscar Delp, of course, and uh, and Drew Bobo are two I'm I'm trying to get after right now. Why Drew? Uh, Drew's been a friend since I was since I was really young, and uh, he's a re he's a really good offensive lineman, and uh, he'd be he'd be an awesome awesome roommate too. How about Oscar Delp? Uh, Oscar, uh, I've been I've been after him since we've been in February uh, with seven on seven and stuff. But uh, hopefully he, he he's uh, he'll make a decision soon and uh, whatever he goes with is awesome. But UJ will be all would be really good. So he obviously likes Georgia. He likes a bunch of schools. Um, how do you think he feels about Georgia? Like you you get the feeling that, that Georgia at least is on his mind. What do you think? I feel like he uh, he really likes Georgia, and uh, I mean you can't pass up the hometown feel of it, and uh, just I mean when you're leaving and going to play somewhere else, it just isn't it just isn't the same as staying um, staying in Georgia. But uh, I just I don't think he'll pass up on it. Your dreams. What are your dreams as a football player? When I I, I ask that question, it's very open ended. But for you, what do you think your dreams are in this great game? Um. For this year to win a uh, state championship, and uh, it's been also a, a big goal of mine to win a national championship. And um, at Georgia, at Georgia, um, it's it's really doable, and uh, to say the least. But uh, that's what I've always wanted. What does it mean to you to be a bulldog, or to be on your way to being a bulldog? What does that mean to you? Um, it's it's just pretty neat. Um, with me not even not even being a player, like I'm just committed and uh, just the love that everybody has for it and um, how much it means to uh, to the Bulldog Nation. But uh, but it's it's just pretty neat how much everybody's crazy about Georgia football. What was your official visit like? How would you describe that? Um, it was it was neat um, just being around those guys like Branson who committed a couple weeks ago and Oscar and. Um, some of the defensive guys in nylon was there, and um, but just being around those guys and hanging out and um, just seeing how Georgia really is. Gunner, I know it's a it's a it's a it's a thing that would be great for your program, but it, these are some of these honors that would come your way. If you have an average season, you you have a chance to challenge state records. How do you put your arms around that right now? Um, I just. 
I just try not to think about it too much. Um, I mean, it didn't. It didn't. Some. It would be. It would be. I, I'd be stupid to say it would be not cool if I broke it or whatever. But uh, I mean, if we win a state championship, it'll. It'll be. It'll end up all being good. Gunner Stockton, thanks for your time, man. Have a great day. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that's Gunner Stockton, folks. I'm going to tell you, I, it's funny following along in the chats from Facebook. How are you tonight? And uh, YouTube, how are you guys tonight? Um, it's funny, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Cedric, I think Cedric, I don't even know that guy's name, but you guys are going to have to educate me on the other guy, the, the other guy, Cedric Driggery or something like that. Um, that's really good. That's a really strong interview with Gunnar Stockton. You guys will read more of it on the pages of dognation.com. But let's review. Um, everybody, uh, everybody noticed, uh, the, the thing behind the background, right, right about here. Um, that's inside the coach J. Bo Shaw's office. Really good dude. Coach Shaw, um, with Raven County and on the side of his walls, he's got like a poster wallpaper and that is the um, field, an overhead shot, probably a helicopter shot, not a blimp, but it's probably uh, a, it's, it is a helicopter shot of Raven County's high school field. I think it's Frank um, Snyder stadium. I want to say uh, apologies, Raven County folks. If I got that wrong, I know somebody will correct me, but um, um Frank Durden Stadium, but um, now that's in my head because I'm normally really good about delivering um, known names of high school stadiums. But they played for the state championship, I believe it was in 2017. Uh, Haybill Charter, which was which had guys like Chris Smith and William Poole III, and another really good offensive lineman, a defensive lineman that um, went to uh, South Carolina. A lot of really good SEC players, and they beat Raven County in the state championship game. But um, that's that. They play like um, uh, two-way football. I noticed some questions in there, but looks that was a really strong interview with Gunner, one of the best ones. Gunner's really like like. Here's the thing: when I talk to guys, and I just set my phone down, and we have an interview, it's so much. Even professional football players and college football players struggle when you have to put a camera in their face. Everybody kind of tenses up a little bit, but um, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a opposing quarterback this year when um, they see Nolan Smith crashing down from one side and Adam Smith, Adam Anderson crashing down from the other. And then Trayvon Walker uh, kind of blowing up, you know, B gap or whatever. Uh, the mental faculties kind of get dimmed or diluted right there. But um, that was a great interview. I think it's it, that was a, maybe a result of me talking to Gunner so much over the years. But um uh, I thought that was a really strong interview, really, really good conversation. He's his answers were much more detailed and thoughtful. I mean, he's always been a nice, nice guy, great guy to talk to. But I think uh, he stepped another he stepped all the areas of his game up a lot. And you would include a very minor thing is his his interviews as well. Uh, I think I'm probably going to end up sounding like the uh, Raven County beat reporter right now because I'm probably going to go see Raven play at least four or five times. Um, uh, Wow, interesting comment on the uh, feed that I will not um, I will not address, but you guys probably know what I'm talking about. But um, the uh, the thing with Gunner is he said a lot of stuff, and you know, trying to preview a little bit of it because I want to talk a little bit about Gunner Stockton tonight. Is um, it's funny he told me a really funny story on his official visit. Of course, they ate a lot, um, but he kind of had a feeling 
like most, that Branson Robinson was going to wind up a Georgia Bulldog. But um, he, um, the first time he saw Branson, he didn't know who he was, at least not by sight. And uh, he's in there. It's kind of the area where they meet and greet and they kind of start hanging out and everybody starts checking in. And he saw this guy and, you know, everybody knows Branson Robinson. Branson Robinson is like, Whoa. and um, yeah, that was a fun impersonation there. But Branson Robinson, he, Gunner told me he thought Branson Robinson was already a guy on the team. He looks that impressive, um, you know, just in real life, being in the same room with Branson Robinson. That's how impressive uh Branson was physically he thought that guy was already like a sophomore already on the Georgia team um and then lo and behold he would later find out pretty quickly that that's going to be his future teammate those guys will be playing together for at least maybe three or four years together in Athens um to kind of review things on Gunner I hope you guys have read that story on Dog Nation before like where he got the first name Gunner I think that is a great story that kind of dates back to World War II uh and his grandfather and his grandfather's name uh uh, talk to him about raising cattle. Gunner still raising cattle, kind of like Yellowstone. Um, he loves the he loves the series Yellowstone. Um, uh, Gunner is just that type of guy. He's raising cattle, cattle um, taking them to market, that sort of thing. Making making some money on that as well. Um, and then uh, and then uh, his favorite character in Gun and uh, you kind of tell people like you know ask him something about Yellowstone and you say. Who's their favorite player? Who's their favorite character on the show? Is it Beth? Is it one of the brothers? Is it the is it the patriarch of the family, the Kevin Costner character? Uh, no, his favorite is Rip. His favorite character is Rip, and that's kind of my favorite character as well. Rip, I mean, you can't love Rip, even though a lot of people have some sentimentality for the underdog, and everybody likes Jimmy, uh, especially, um, especially. But I'm going to catch some uh, questions here real fast, so – I think you guys saw most of the interview. If you didn't catch it up, it'll be on YouTube later. It'll be on the podcast, on Spotify, on SoundCloud later. But um, everybody wanted to know who's working on it. Really two guys. Um, there's a guy who will not be named, um, but uh, he probably uh, he probably uh, would fit in really well in the woods at uh, Raven County. But the two we, the two we did we did talk about was uh, Drew Bobo. And uh, Drew Bobo is a you know 2022 lineman, son of Mike Bobo. Um, those two guys have, are lifelong friends, and he would love to have uh, Drew Drew Bobo join, join him at Georgia. And then the other guy is Oscar Delp. I thought he had some interesting things there to say about Oscar Delp. Uh, those two were really good friends. I don't know if you read that Dog Nation story or not, but Oscar Delp was almost going to go out with uh, go to the Rabin County prom, I think, with Gunnar Stockton's cousin earlier in the spring. Um, he talked about national championships at Georgia. He talked about what it means for him um, to be a Bulldog. And uh, he also talked about how national championships are very doable. And then he also thought that um, eventually that home state feel, that hometown feel uh, for Delp um, might just be too hard for him to pass up. Uh, so uh, that's a good little nugget there. A few bunch of nuggets there on Gunner Stockton, of course, will uh, – well, you know, and Bill Kelly, you mentioned Drew Bobo. So here's the thing. Drew Bobo is a three-star, never really been in a weight program. He's bounced around a lot with his father's occupation from Colorado State to South Carolina and now to Auburn. He's finally in a really good weight program, and he's kind of a lifelong basketball player, great athlete, and he's now just starting to, to put on, uh, let's say, Popeye Edith spinach. He's starting to fill out. He's starting to develop, starting to get some of that um, – 
you know, barrel chested, trying to fill out his shoulders, his back, that sort of area, trying to build a lot of areas of strength. A um, lot of, a um, lot of very big um, um, opportunities and a lot of potential, I would say, for Drew Bobo's career. He's always been as smart as I'll get out, knows the game really well, been around college football coaches and college football all his life. But I thought Drew Bobo was an interesting name and everybody else knows about uh, Oscar Delt by now, uh, the fabulous tight end. Uh, I think he's still the number two or number two, number three tight end in the country. But for the longest time, probably since last September, when he started breaking out as a junior really quickly, he's really been the only target. He's only been the only tight end targeted for Georgia in the 2022 class. Um, that's the open of our show. Um, let's think about this for a second. Before the Hedges is brought to you by Kroger. If you had to go, if you had to talk about this, what's the one thing on your grocery list right now? Uh, one thing that you would get on your, you would get at Kroger and you would um, want to get at Kroger, uh, put it on your click list. Let's think about that while we see this week's uh, special message from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. There you have it. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Uh, we got coffee, uh, Jay Shikes with more comedy, uh, milk, uh, lots of stuff. Uh, everybody likes uh, coffee. Uh, got some IPA thoughts right there. So let's keep going. Um, this is the part of the show. Let me just transition really quickly to the top targets list. I think you guys will continue to see an evolving uh, top targets list. Some names are going to go up. Um, some names are going to go down and some names are probably not going to be as high as you thought they would be. Uh, let's take a look right there. Uh, number 12, uh, Oklahoma commit Luther burden, number one, number one receiver recruit in the country. Everybody knows the situation there. Georgia's got to really put the ball in the air. Georgia's got to score a lot of points and that would catch his attention to maybe turn his thoughts away from Oklahoma a school that does all that stuff already. Um, number 11, this is his first appearance. I think on this list, it is a four-star defensive tackle. Hero Canoe, that guy has an incredible story. Got to get that one on the pages of Dog Nation. He's from Germany, uh, was a soccer player in Germany. He's got Nigerian background in his family, very athletic, about 6'5", about 295. Um, some great work there by a former um, college football player that does a lot of work in Germany now, placing players, um, um, bringing them into big-time college football. Hero Canoe looks to be the best of those. I think he has a very bright future. Probably is a five-star talent. I think he's a top 10 defensive tackle because very few people have seen him. He's only been playing a couple of years of, of uh, I don't even think he knew what uh, offensive defense and maybe, uh, you know, three technique, five technique, uh, zero technique. I don't even think he knew what those things were a couple of years ago. Number 10, that's the uh, young man, Jaden Gibson, uh, out of uh, Winter Garden, Florida. A guy that's really a high riser. I was talking to uh, – uh, five-star cornerback, 2023 five-star quarterback, uh, A.J. Harris today, a lot about Jaden Gibson. Jaden Gibson, both of his parents went to Florida. That's the wide receiver uh, thought that everybody wants to see in the 2022 class, Georgia, to get some explosive, more explosive TNT receivers. Uh, Jaden Gibson would also be along those lines. 
Uh, number nine, Travis Shaw out of Grinsley, Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, we'll articulate this a little bit later in our program with our online chatter, but Travis Shaw is going to make his decision on August the 21st. I do not think it's going to be North Carolina, AT&T, uh, Georgia. Um, North Carolina and Clemson are the major contenders there, obviously in that final three there. Uh, number eight, Dayon Bowie, uh, the decommitment um, out of Bainbridge in Bainbridge, Georgia. Of course, uh, Texas A&M certainly looms large there. Florida to some extent as well. Uh, Georgia as well. Dayon Bowie uh, came back to Georgia as well. Um, number seven, this is a guy that's dipping a little bit, uh, Andre Green Jr. I think this guy is probably the, you know, along with, you know, Burden, those two guys are the what everybody wants to see in terms of a, you know, a haymaker like Mike Tyson's uppercut top type, a dynamite wide receiver for the 2022 board. Um, everybody's looking at Shaw. Everybody's looking at uh, a bunch of guys right there. Uh, Bowie Green um, flip the list up to the top six now and there's going to be a name. Name or two that are new to this list, and there's going to be a name or two that I think you folks would have probably wanted to see in this list that are not there. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, Jaheim Singletary no longer committed to Ohio State. That's the five-star cornerback. Uh, number four uh, is Mikel Williams, uh, Columbus, Georgia, Hardaway High School, Currently, still currently committed to uh, um, USC, spoke to him uh, this afternoon. And let me see, what can I give you guys? Uh, still committed to USC at the time. Uh, still going to take more of his official visits. I think uh, Mikel is going to visit, um, going to give official visits to Georgia, Florida, probably Alabama or Clemson as well, maybe Ohio State. It seems like Georgia uh, is the school that's probably a solid number two for him right there. Uh, he's moved all the way up to number five on our top targets list. He's moved back onto the list. Um, and I want to thank Mikel for this. We, uh, I had a chance to talk to him uh, for a very interesting angle that I've never really written this about Georgia recruiting and Georgia, um, Georgia football recruiting and, a, and somebody like quite like this before. I think Mikel's in an interesting situation that allowed him, allowed me to kind of go down that road a little bit. And I think you guys, when you see it on dognation.com, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, definitely something that I've never put together on our, on our pages before. Uh, number four, the three-star outside linebacker, Carlton Madden Jr. Everybody calls him CJ. Uh, got to see him pick off a pass last week in Buford in that scrimmage. Very interesting what Carlton Madden's doing there for uh, Cedar Grove High School. Folks, he's an outside linebacker. He's an edge player. That's what his best thing he does is rush the passer. But um, Cedar Grove needs him because they want to win a state title this year in 3A. They have a big hole at inside linebacker, and they need him to play inside linebacker. So that's what he's doing. He doesn't seem very natural at it right now, but of course that's going to come. Uh, you saw him play. We saw him play. I saw him play last Friday night against Buford. Uh, that was his first varsity action since the 2019 season. Uh, he missed all of last year with um, due to an eligibility issue. Um, Tom Lavelle, you're probably right. That's a name that I probably could have snuck on the list, um, put him up higher in the list, but um, – the name is still going to uh, appear some part of our program. Um, number number three, folks, I told everybody on the forum, forum.dognation.com, that Christian Miller would show back up on this list, and he comes up very high. He, he debuts back on the list. at He returns back on the list at number three. Uh, Christian Miller is a fantastic football player. He would solve a lot of the worries for a defensive tackle, defensive lineman in this class. I think he's made of some pretty stern stuff, an excellent worker, 
an excellent potential teammate. I got to see Christian in a game situation, and Buford was kind of beating up on him early in that game. And I got to saw Christian kind of just simply be a leader, go over and talk to guys that were frustrated, go over and um, help guys. Um, he was kind of controlling his gap. Uh, they couldn't really block him, Buford, and Buford's probably a team that's going to win another state title this year in 6A. Maybe not if Lee County has something to say about it. That'll be another great rematch in that bracket, I believe. But uh, really impressed with Christian Miller. He he had a couple sacks. I think he had a couple TFLs. Nobody could block him. But then eventually Buford just did what smart football coaches did and just ran away from him, kind of stayed out of his gap, tried to double team him, and just started checking the ball out to the flats, uh, to the backs, and kind of took him out of the game a little bit. Number two is Oscar Delp. Uh, we mentioned Oscar Delp a lot earlier in the show. Gunnar Stockton had some interesting uh, thoughts um, thoughts on um, joining Georgia. Uh, or excuse me, Gunnar Stockton had some interesting thoughts on Oscar Delp and the potential to join Georgia. And number one, that's the five-star safety, Kamari Wilson. Uh, Kamari Wilson has done a great job. Uh, Georgia has done a great job of recruiting Kamari Wilson especially guys like uh, Will Muschamp, new uh, on-field assistant coach Will Muschamp, also Coach Jamil Adai. Those guys have done a really good job as well. Kamari Wilson, um, his last visit to Georgia was a really good visit to Georgia, and um, I think he's still going to make his decision known on the early signing period or maybe let it be known at the All-American game, but uh, he would be an early uh, enrollee at some, uh, some very lucky school, Kamari Wilson. Those guys, my friends, those are your top targets. Names to know. We're going to roll through this list right there. And uh, I cannot believe, um, cannot believe. I'm moving guys around up and down. I don't see Jake Pope's name on this list. Jake Pope's name deserves to be on this list. We wrote about him uh, extensively over the weekend at dognation.com. So just let's do this. Let's act like it's Wayne's World. Uh, Jake Pope's list name needs to be on this list in big bold. Underline both face the tile size. Jake Pope, Buford High School, three-star athlete. Spoke to him a lot um, uh, at that after that game. Had a good four or five-minute conversation with uh, Jake Pope. Jake Pope's going to take some more time with his visits. Uh, he's going to visit some more games, visit some more schools. Georgia is definitely recruiting him very uniquely. Uh, I will say that. Uh, Jacob Hood, everybody knows him. Uh, big strapping offensive lineman out of uh, Hillsborough. Family full of Georgia fans. Uh, Georgia, Miami, those seem like the schools there for Jacob Hood. Julian Humphreys, Florida commit. Omari Kelly out of Hewitt Trustville. Um, I think Omari Kelly is probably going to uh, – I think I saw he tweeted out he's going to make his decision this month. Um, just kind of a name to know. I don't know if Georgia is in the lead seat there for Omari Kelly. Doesn't certainly seem like it. Walter Nolan, folks, I don't know if you saw it recently, but Walter Nolan's a guy that I think whenever he visits the school, that's going to become one of his new top schools. Uh, Texas A&M is now in the mix. Walter Nolan told 24-7 Sports after his Texas A&M visit that he now has a top three of Florida, Tennessee, and Texas A&M. Those are certainly a very interesting pecking order for him right there. Uh, Cole Spear out of Calhoun, Georgia, still on this list, of course. Uh, Three-star defensive tackle uh, Sean Washington is on this list. Uh, and I would probably say if I, had to, if I had to think about the guy on these names here, that probably is – probably was really the closest to scratching the official top targets list. I'd probably say Sean Washington, or maybe I would say the guy I left off, Jake Pope. Also the name Drew Bobo also comes to mind there as well, uh, who's also not even on this list. Um, you can tell that I was on the road today trying to see a bunch of players. 
Um, DJ Wesselak, got to write his story up soon on dognation.com. You, need, you guys need to know his story and hear about him. That guy's about 6'5", lots of promise, lots of potential. Uh, Shamar Stewart, uh, five-star. That's the, what everybody's going to kind of wonder about. It, it appears that Sh- Shamar Stewart's going to give Georgia his last official visit. Georgia usually does very well when they get a last official visit for a priority prospect. And then uh, another guy that keeps drifting um, off the top targets list is Anai White out of Imhotep Charter in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Alabama, Ohio State, uh, Texas A&M, and Georgia. I think that's his um, final four. Um, Timeline, C.J. Madden has said September the 18th, although he's tweeted out something recently that maybe might uh, give pause to that um, current timeline. And then um, the four-star tied in Oscar Delp, September 30th. Of course, that's his mother, Mary Delp's birthday. Um, August, September timeline, uh, we had to move Jake Pope off this list uh, because it feels like it seems like Jake Pope's going to make his decision maybe after he goes and he goes to go check out some games. Like he told us uh, on Friday, uh, Hood is probably supposed to make his announcement before his senior season. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got um, Georgia now is 14 commits. I think they're number six in the country. Um, six on offense, seven on defense, special teams, one guy, Brett Thorson, uh, eight in state, six out of state. It's just kind of a split 50-50 ratio there. Um, Georgia's picked up a bunch of offensive commitments lately. I think if we had to look at their last few commitments, you go Branson Robinson, you go Griffin Scroggs, you go Dylan Bell, uh, Jordan James, I think as well. Um, you got a lot of guys starting to stack up there on the offensive side of the ball before um, ever since uh, Gunnar Stockton kind of started that thing, that thing going. Um, I didn't, I don't know if I ever gave my answer that uh, who I thought were the two anchor commitments, most important commitments in the class for me. I kind of think those were um, Jalen Walker and um, Malachi Starks. Malachi Starks is currently the only public um, five-star commitment for Georgia in the 2022 cycle. Let me see now. That is our what we usually – all the bases we usually cover. Um, got some got some tweets I want to show you guys. And with the, with the help of Michael, let's take a good look at this right here. Um, let's see. Uh, First one we're going to see now. Did you guys see the piece I wrote about Justice Haynes? I really wanted to, I really wanted to get something on our side about Justice Haynes and how hard he works and the culture he lives in. Um, he is a guy that is a relentless worker, almost overworks himself, but he does so many smart things with recovery and cryotherapy and like um, hyperbaric chambers. That I think I know. He, I think he's taking a very good approach. There's baseball. He throws 90 miles an hour from the left side. You guys have seen that video before um, here on Before the Hedges. But listen to what Veron Hayes says about his son. Um, I remember sitting on the GOAT Nick Saban's couch this summer, uh, and he asked you, you're why? And Veron said his heart smiled when um, Justice answered, I'm going to be the best. He told you um, that all the camps so far, your work ethics and willingness uh, to compete stood out to him. And that's what Nick Saban said about Justice Haynes. Did you guys see the story? Uh, I wrote um, not just about how much he works and how every day is kind of a different body part that he refines to be great, but um, he, uh, so many things about being lonely at the top, but, you know, how hard he works. But something I have never heard a recruit um kind of articulate to me in certain this certain this certain way is he said 
that Del McGee is worried about he might get fired if he lets him go. That was interesting. Kind of shows a lot about justice being a priority. Of course, you've also got Richard Young as a priority. Georgia's trying to recruit Reuben Owens as well, the recent Texas decommitment. Um, but then you had the quote from Dabo, and Dabo Sweeney said uh, about Justice Haynes that um, he's going to try and pull him away from the dogs and try to get him away from the dogs. So it's kind of interesting how the, the head of Clemson Nation and Tiger Nation um, feels that um, Georgia is a team that really is going to take a lot to move him off. Is is going to going to take a lot to beat uh, for the recruitment of Justice Haynes. All I can say is Justin Hay, Justice Haynes, is he was one of the most remarkable young men I've ever had a chance to cover. Um, I think the worker mentality uh, just sets it out. I mean, he kills it every day of his life. Uh, he goes to bed at night thinking somebody's probably worked harder, so I need to work some more. Um, Justice Haynes was the young man was he, when he was in like the sixth grade. Um, he'd go to camps with a lot of big names and just, everybody else would be ready to go to sleep and Justice would be doing exercises and stretches late at night before he went to sleep. Um, just a terrific type back for anybody that uh, can sign him in the class. Obviously, I think Georgia's got a good shot there. Ohio State, Clemson, those guys have a good shot. Look at this one from Kyan Lee. They call him Big Play K. He's out of Cedar Grove High School. Now, that is a sharp picture. Look at the smile on that young man's face um, with, with, with kind of wielding that keep chopping axe. 2023 commitment. And um, one of the things that A.J. Harris told me today is that um, he really, really wants to play. He feels that those two guys will play together in college. Um, would be an instant um, all-SEC secondary if Georgia can somehow link Marcus Washington, Kyan Lee, and A.J. Harris together uh, in the class uh, for the 2022 class. Obviously, Clemson, um, Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, those seem like the main contenders there for A.J. Harris. And, folks, if I would say this, this would be very difficult for me to put together a 2023 top targets list. Um, I don't know who I'd put at the top. I don't know if I would put um, – who I would put at the top between maybe a, a Justice Haynes or an A.J. Harris right there. Um, of course, everybody would like to see the LT Overton name in there as well. Um um, there'd be some interesting names on the 2023 top targets list. You guys, you guys want to see that? Let me know what, if you ever want to see that. You want to see a top five? I know usually I try to drop it in, in, in December or January every year before the class gets going again. But um, what do you guys think? I, always, I aim to please here on this uh, platform and on this show every week. So let me know how you feel about that. Speaking of this, top five. I think it's now a top six because Auburn is offered. Uh, C.J. Madden, but he's got Colorado, the school he was committed to, Georgia, Ole Miss, Oregon, Tennessee. Kind of looks like the final six um, uh, from C.J. Madden. I think um, the next, the next, um, the next thing we see on our list is Christian Miller. Um, UGA showed crazy love today. Uh, Christian Miller would. Um, Georgia really made a big deal out of his birthday. And Georgia is really starting to recruit him as hard as he would he would always thought it would be. Um, I see some feedback already. Everybody wants to see what the top five targets look like for 2023. Uh, you folks are after my own heart as much as you guys love recruiting. That's why you're here. Um, Dustin Chase Hester. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, Gunner was at the start of the show. It was a nice like five-minute interview we had with Gunner Stockton. It was a taped interview. Go back and watch it on YouTube. Watch it on the um, SoundCloud 
podcast platform. Folks, I got to spend a lot of time with Jamari Sawyer when he was in high school. We did a documentary. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but this is just the type of dude Mari is. Um, look at this. So he put out two PSAs before the start of fall camp. And he said the first one, uh, he had two. I think the first one was one you're going to see in a minute. But, yeah, this is the first one. This is classic, classic. Great human being, first and foremost. That's Jamari Sawyer. God protect all my brothers far and wide as we prepare for battle. No injuries, no setbacks, just competition. That's Jamari. You know what is also Jamari? Something he got to live through as well. Look at this. This is another PSA. Um, also, ladies, if you're dating a freshman college football player, give him a break. He has no idea what he signed up for. I almost um, – talk about when you see a comment from a young man and you almost like, um, you know, whatever you're drinking at the time goes out of your nose. That could be not be more funnier, and that could not be more true than what Jamari Salyer had right there. Um, we mentioned this earlier. Take a look at this. This is Travis Shaw. Date is set August 21st. The commitment, I believe it's at 6 p.m. He's going to do it from his high school. It's interesting how this broke. Um, it was just on the school calendar, and they had it scheduled, and somebody astutely that covers that program maybe on a day-to-day -day basis just looked at the school calendar. And it was scheduled there for Travis Shaw, the five-star defensive tackle. Their commitment ceremony was set. Um, I want you to see this tweet right here, and I'm going to read it. Um, and I want you guys to uh, – this is Terry Williams. Now, he's a player from the state of Georgia. I've not really pursued heavily by Georgia. But he's back – excuse me, he's backing off his commitment. Date. He had a plan when he'd make, he's going to make his commitment on August the 8th. Look at this. It says, after um, much prayer and speaking with my family advisors, I decided to delay my commitment schedule for August 8th. The following bullet points um, are what I'm looking for in a staff program and school. Thanks for your patience. Now, here's what it is. This is just a good one-on-one um, -on -one course for what every recruit needs to think about. I know we talk about recruiting a lot. Look at this. I thought this was a very good display of a kid that had his head on a swivel about all this stuff, wants to know stability on a coaching staff. So let's think about Georgia for a second, not in the instance of this player, but in the instance of what a very well-prepared recruit would want to see, a stability on the coaching staff. I think Georgia's uh, coaching staff is fairly stable. You've got guys like Lanning. You've got guys like um, Kirby Smart that is not going anywhere. Um, you've got guys like Del McGee. Of course, there's been some turnover in a few positions, but um, that's natural with big boy college football. Uh, diverse coaching staff. I think Georgia accomplishes that. Excellent engineering program. Now, I don't know if Georgia has an excellent engineering program. They have a new engineering program that has been excellent at recruiting and, and, and recruiting, um, bringing players to the program. I think one of the reasons why Georgia ended up with Nolan Smith and Nicobe Dean was they had a civil engineering and a mechanical engineering type program that was getting off the ground. Uh, development program for players, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally well-being. Good stuff there. It would be a school I would attend if I'm not an athlete. Another good good thought right there. How much weight will a degree at your school carry in corporate America? I think Georgia degree would do very well. Do very well. What's your stance on social injustice in society? Another thing that really really thinking man recruits need to be thinking about. Where am I on the big board? Big board in terms of depth chart. Sometimes it may get a, it may be hard to get an honest answer from this. How many DBs are you signing in the 2022 class? Always a great question. Will you honor my commitment if I'm injured in high school? 
What's the team's overall GPA and graduation rate? What financial literacy programs and resources do you have in place for your athletes? He wants to know what former players that you've mentored or coached and developed that have played in the NFL. And he plays cornerback, safety, nickel, punt, and kickoff return. What are you recruiting me as and how will I fit into your scheme and system? Playmaker, Theron Williams, shout out to that guy. That guy knows what he's talking about, and that's the way a big boy with big boy pants and a big brain looks at his college recruiting and his college recruiting decision. I thought that was an excellent display of what a young man should be thinking about. And then the last one, got a top 10. We talked a lot about we talked a lot about Justice Haynes on our show and our program tonight. Here's Richard Young, another guy that Georgia really likes a lot in the class. Richard Young likes Clemson. Richard Young likes Ohio State. Richard Young likes Alabama. Richard Young likes Georgia. Does that seem familiar? I think all of the top recruits in the 2023 class or even the 22-22 class they're going to have these same top schools because these are the best schools in America. I would wager um, if you could find a Vegas sports book to um, place a uh, place a bet, if they would give you odds on this bet of Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, and Alabama, those four schools to win the next four NCAA championships, I would take that prop bet because to me, uh, that is almost free money right there. You have to think about those four schools. Maybe – some Oklahoma fans would chirp a little bit, but not much. Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama. If you had to tell me someone was going to place a gentleman's wager for sports entertainment, of course, on any four school, a four-pack of any four schools to win the next four, four NCAA championships, uh, I think those would clearly be the four, and I think those four schools are going to win the next six. Um, that's how well they are at what they do. Um, let me see, guys. Uh, so let's see. You had Gunnar Stockton tonight. You had a, a quick little uh, 411 on how to look at a recruit from a recruit, recruit side. Uh, you had Peaches. We had um, uh, thoughts about Kroger. But we also got um, we also got a really good look, guys. I'm proud of you guys. Some really good music was mentioned here in our show. Uh, about I was, I, I was kind of coming in hot today. I was coming back from Columbus. That was where my recruiting travels took me today. I talked to a couple of players in Columbus. And uh, I was coming in hot, and I was really road tripping and clicking off the miles and some dreary, misty Atlanta um, climate. And I was like, you know, what's your go-to road trip song? And we had a lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of good stuff. And we had Peaches. Peaches the dog is kind of funny. I'd just gotten home, and um, you know how it is. The family dog hadn't seen uh, Papa Bear in a while, and she comes and jumps right on me right as we go live on our show. So I hope everybody had a good time getting to see Peaches. Folks. Do me a favor. If you like this, I'm not a guy that goes, you know, you know, chilling or sitting there trolling or sitting there, you know, trying to beg for likes. But if you like this show, give it a like, maybe share it. Maybe tell a friend about it. We've been doing this for over six years now, uh, kind of a Wednesday night thing. That's what we do. It's kind of funny how people in my household finally by now have figured out that Jeff has uh, they, Jeff has every Wednesday night. During, every Wednesday night, regardless, unless we're on vacation somewhere. Um, we've got um, before the hedges. I thank all of you for joining me again tonight. I cannot thank you guys all enough. All you guys that follow me on Twitter at Jeff Sintel, all you guys that follow me on social media, Facebook, um, follow this show for so long. I cannot thank you enough for all that you guys have done for me and um, helping my career and just maybe, maybe helping me help you learn a lot more about Georgia football recruiting. It certainly means a lot that you join me every Wednesday night. We have fun and we talk about a lot of things. Talk about some Kroger groceries. 
We talked about music tonight. We talked about the best players that are on their way to play football at the University of Georgia and the players that everybody would really like to see. Yeah, I know you good people would like to see uh, become Bulldogs because they are some of the best players in the country. Um, one thing, guys, um, let me do this. I'm going to start. Let me see. This is this is something that you guys are going to hear. Um, I just I've been thinking a while about what I can do with my Instagram account. And, you know, Instagram is kind of like the new it's kind of been the new thing for a while now. But um, I'm going to start doing a lot of stuff on video on Instagram. Like I'm going to when I go see a player, I'm going to put some pictures up and I'm going to give you guys like a minute um, spiel about maybe what they said, what stood out to me and what to look for for the full blown story. Um, so if you guys could do me a solid, you're going to like it because there's already one up there right now where I shared some vintage up close video of um, Georgia Notre Dame that win in South Bend in 2017. Um, that was a chance to go. I think I had video where like I was running to the stands because the players were jumping in the stands and Kirby comes over my left shoulder. Um, I see Davin Bellamy being like this with the ice, ice in his veins, ice in his veins. At the end of that game, he made the game saving sack uh, that changed the dynamic of the last few minutes of that game. Uh, kind of sealed the win for Georgia. So you saw this. Let me tell you this. You saw that. That's on the Instagram account right now. And it's at Jeff.Centel on Instagram. Consider giving me a follow, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to earn that follow because you're going to see in, in the coming days, you're going to see Rose Bowl. You're going to see uh, light shows. You're going to see what it's like to be at the belly, in the belly of Death Valley, Tiger Stadium, LSU. You're going to see some um, high school highlights of Zamir White. Folks, I got to tell you, if you hadn't seen this, you weren't following me on Twitter at that time. Um, still one of the most – I get chills when I think about it. Um, Zamir White entered the field at Scotland County in Laurenburg, North Carolina, with the most dope electric – electric, like something out of WD, WWE or WWF. That's going to be on there. I'm going to have Kendall Milton as a high school player. I'm going to have behind the scenes of when Dog Nation did a bunch of commitment videos, uh, you know, stuff like Nate McBride, stuff like uh, – um, Malik Caring, Kiaris Jackson, uh, Kendall Milton. So that's a long way to say, follow me on the gram. Follow me on the gram, and I'll uh, make it worth your follow button. Uh, that's it for tonight. I'm Jeff Sintel. I've been your tour guide on all things Georgia recruiting for another Wednesday night. Folks, be blessed and be thankful. So happy we can do this another Wednesday night. Hope you guys enjoyed the program. Hope you guys enjoyed Gunner Stockton, and we'll see you guys later on the pages of dognation.com. Go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle.